It is the KRMG Evening News. I'm Skyler Cooper on this Tuesday evening. Glad you are with us. Time for the BA Breakdown, where we check in live with the Broken Arrow City Manager, Michael Spurgeon. Uh, Michael, I enjoyed a week off relaxing last week, uh, and much to my surprise, as soon as I started my vacation... Uh, I got to kick it off with a, a bit of good news. I know April brought it up last week. I just wanted to say for myself, again, congratulations for you and Kathleen on your engagement. Oh, thank you very much. I, it was wonderful to see you right after I'd asked her. Unfortunately, she said yes, and then we got to have a great meal with her family. So um, I'm so grateful. And one of the things I'm grateful for is the fact that for about nine months now, uh, I've been able to talk to you just about every Tuesday about all the great things that are going on in Broken Arrow. So uh, just truly blessed personally and professionally. And uh, I love our partnership and there's just so much happening in our community. And to be able to talk about it briefly every week is is a truly a blessing. It has been really great uh, on this end as well. So we certainly thank you for that. Um, a lot of times in this discussion, we will select a handful of things to talk about. But today, you're doing something so cool. We're going to spend the whole BA breakdown on this one item. And that is the fact that you are in Houston today, I believe. Um, this is a, a tour that you and some other city leaders have been doing of uh, big cities in Texas, looking at ideas to bring back to Broken Arrow, as I understand it. I know it was about this time last year, the city of BA uh, bought 90 acres of land around uh, Florence between Olive and Aspen down there with uh, the goal of doing something cool there eventually. And as I understand it, Michael, that's what you're doing today is kind of scouting some ideas for that. Yes. I mean, there's so much that goes into to running a municipality and especially Broken Arrow, uh, making it or continue to make it one of the best places to live, work and play in, in Oklahoma and the entire country. You know, public safety is always number one. And you think about utilities, you think about transportation. There's one thing that you have to have and you have to be really good at it. And that is economic development administration. And that really consists of uh, keeping your businesses here, helping those businesses expand and then attracting new businesses that create high paying jobs. And in our case, because of our taxation is place for people to shop local to generate sales tax that pays for that great quality of life. And so we did purchase that land about, um, about a year and a half ago, actually. And uh, we were on a best practices trip. It's being led by our chamber and EDC and our amazing uh, chamber president, uh, Jennifer Conway and her team. And we're down here looking at ideas on how we're going to move to the next steps on our innovation district. And I'm very excited to talk to you a little bit about what we've been seeing. I looked at some of these videos. Um, Dallas has this place called Cypress Waters. It's really cool outdoor space with a, a big, I don't know if it's a pond or a lake, really pretty. And they were showing concerts happening and public events. And then that Houston place that I guess you saw today, the Ion District, they look amazing. Is that the kind of thing you think could go down there in the innovation district? Absolutely. Just on a little more of a microcosm type scale. I mean, we have 90 acres, but what is really cool about our area is there's a lot of private land that is surrounding uh, where we're going to, to be building the innovation district. And so this is a, a long-term uh, commitment the city's going to make to try to bring uh, high-paying jobs and a mixed use that's going to create these jobs. It's going to create uh, the other types of um, housing, the businesses, the offices that is actually going to help transform our community, more specifically the South End. So yes, there are features in our 90 acres that are going to be very similar. I mean, there's a there's an area that uh, in our uh, innovation district that uh, does have water intermittently. So I could see some type of water there, walking path, paths, or some just some, some natural passive recreation, along with all the connectivity that goes along with that style of living. So yes, all three of those areas uh, we've been in the last two days are giving us great ideas because we're going to go back now and we're going to focus on uh, getting an architect to start 
coming up with the, the laying out of the infrastructure and then start visioning of those, those businesses we'd like to recruit. It's making me think of a bigger conversation that we had, I don't know how many months ago now, about developing this part of Broken Arrow. We've talked about how great the Rose District is, and people might think, why put it so far away from all the action? But that's kind of the plan, right? You want to develop that part of town. You've got Warren not far away. You've got the Reesers and all that happening kind of across the street. So, you know, you want to make other parts of town just as cool. Well, that, that's exactly right. And to put it into a more of a, um, what I like to call the, the term is that it, I believe it's the city's responsibility or number one responsibility when it comes to economic development administration is to create an environment that promotes private investment. And that's what we're trying to do here in Broken Arrow. And that's what every city tries to do. And we want to do it in all parts of our community. I mean, already we're starting to see the research uh, site, site work start, and there's going to be other businesses that are going to follow. There's going to be more innovation district. We already have a lot of interest uh, at New Orleans Square. Plus, there's other parts of our community, more specifically the eastern side of our city, uh, because of some private investment in terms of purchasing the land. You're going to start to see other things happening there. So it, it is our responsibility to to create that environment. And you do that by, number one, um, having a great city to live in, a safe city to live in, that you have um, – uh, planning process and a development process that actually moves things in a timely fashion. And we have all the elements here. And then we have a very supportive council and a chamber and EDC that actually want to promote private investment because we know that's what creates the high paying jobs and it creates the opportunities for people to uh, to advance their lives. And, and that's what we're trying to do. And there's so many great examples we've seen in the last two days. Yeah, you're in Houston today checking out uh, that place called the Ion District, which uh, I would encourage folks to look up the Ion District in Houston and Cypress Waters in Dallas, just to see some of these places Michael has been. What kind of timeline do you think for things to start happening in the Innovation District in BA? Right now, we're focusing on the infrastructure. I need to get the water and sewer uh, to the site. They're not that far, but this this next coming year, we're going to focus on the infrastructure. And I think we're also going to be looking at an initial layout of where the roads and the um, uh, some of the other initial amenities would be. At the same time, we're going to be developing an architectural plans um, that would actually what the, the the park or the innovation district would look like. And at the same time, we're going to be looking uh, for businesses and doing some recruiting. So I think we're going to have doing things concurrently. And the other fourth thing we're going to do is we're going to be looking at the planning and zoning codes that would be necessary to to effectuate that good environment to promote private investment. What do, what type of zoning is needed and so forth to ensure that we address everything. So as people or businesses consider coming to Broken Arrow, we, we're eliminating reasons they don't want to be here. And you do that by, by being very proactive because there's so many great choices, not, not only around the country, but in Oklahoma. And this is what's great about what's happening right now. Oklahoma is the place to be, whether it's Broken Air, whether it's Tulsa, whether it's Oklahoma City or any other of the other municipalities. I mean, everyone's looking at Oklahoma right now is because our tax structure, uh, the quality of life that is here. And so this is just our, our way of making sure that we that we keep Broken Air uh forward thinking in terms of making sure that we're taking care of those that are here and preparing for those that are going to be coming here. Michael Spurgeon, the Broken Arrow City Manager in Houston this evening, uh, joining us live here on the KRMG Evening News. We do this every Tuesday. Uh, thanks for the chat. It's really cool to hear about this. I look forward to uh, more as we go along and uh, get home safely. All right. Thanks, my friend. Talk to you next Tuesday.